Sound Awake. It's time for us to say top of the morning to Astavia Nung. Astavia, saw your pictures on LinkedIn looking also fine. Good Wednesday morning. Good morning, Abudimanga, and to the listeners, thank you so much. How are you? How are you? I am choosing to live the best life where I am with what I have and doing it one day at a time. How easy is it though? Because, uh, you know, it's it's the buzzword, but uh, living the best life is it's a question of uh, matters of degree. Yeah? True, but it's also, you know, something that you need to look at and, you know, bring back to your own space. We need to define what that really means for ourselves so that we can stay true to it. So living the best life does not mean everything is perfect, but I'm choosing to see beyond the challenges and still choose to say, you know what, I'm still alive, so let me make the the best out of it. And given that uh, during these uh, crises and crisis times and uncertainty all around us, that's that's the attitude to have. Absolutely, I would imagine. That will keep us alive, like literally. This week, though, though and, and any any pointers, any takers that one could uh, go about achieving this. Obviously, uh, some people need to start small. Some people need to find the best way possible. Some are doing it already, and most probably do not realize that they are doing it. They just need to increase the momentum. So I think it first starts with you know making that commitment. You know, a commitment is when you make a promise to you, to yourself. You know, we really like making. We, we, we find it easy to make a commitment or, or a promise to someone and we will keep our words. We need to do the same for ourselves. So you, you make that commitment to say, you know what, every day I'm deciding to do what I can do, in my, which is within my circle of control, and, and work towards it. And then be consistent about it. So the, the goals that you put together this year, You've you've put you've started putting steps you know and in alignment to how to go about achieving them. So do them every day, and make sure that you've got habits that can help you maintain that you know clear and and calm you know headspace. Use your morning routines to be able to build that. How we start our day can really affect the trajectory of how our our day will unfold. So be intentional about it. Wake up a bit early when it's quiet and everybody's sleeping around you, where you can just be in a place where you collect your thoughts and decide and do certain things that really can help uplift your spirit so that you have the right energy to start off your day. Are you suggesting meditation, Astavia? I personally, yes, suggest, you know, praying, meditation, and just remember... Meditating is pondering upon something over and over so that you can internalize it. So it's important to make sure that when you are meditating or praying, you are focusing on what is right and good for you and not focusing on things that are, are not going to you know, help you have the right thoughts. There's also the challenge of uh, this unwanted energy that is ever-present and you battle to get rid of it so you can uh, focus on the things that matter. How, yeah. how, how does one then get rid of that energy? Because sometimes it, it is the one that brings in self-doubt, being unsure, lack of confidence. And. I think it's important to also start 
realizing that um, in this time of uncertainty and crisis, we need to find ways of, you know, managing our, you know, internal self or issues or emotions that will come because of so many things that are happening around us. You know, one of them, which is I'm seeing a lot and, you know, sometimes I experience it myself when you can't help but start to worry or be a little bit anxious, you know, as things are unfolding around us that are beyond our control. So it will become normal to find one, to find yourself feeling a little bit unsettled or worried. So be able to I, to recognize that and acknowledge it. So when you are feeling a bit anxious or worried, don't dismiss it or try to suppress it, you know, acknowledge it and give a voice to it because that will then start making it weaker. And one of the ways that you can do that if you're not comfortable with speaking to someone, start keeping a journal where you write down your thoughts so that you can be, you can check yourself on what's really going on in your thought patterns, you know, because a lot of how we feel is sparked, you know, or, or determined by what is going on in our thought life. So when you are focusing on too much of the news, because there's so much negativity, you know, going on and the reports of the many deaths, and when you look on other people's WhatsApp statuses, you see so many RIPs, then, you know, take a step back and say, okay, maybe I should give myself a bit of a break from reading other people's statuses. I need to give myself a break from listening to the news. Um, so that my my mind can have what I always call that mental hygiene. We constantly have to clean our thoughts and detox from all the toxicity that we are unfortunately receiving indirectly every time we switch on the radio or the television and we watch um, the news, for instance. So we need to start being very intentional of practicing mental hygiene. I like that. Mental hygiene. Gee, a lot of us have got uh, some work to do here. <laughs> yes, I would mind that. And um, I think it, it, it also just touches back to, you know, what I wanted us to speak about as one of the ways on how to, you know, deal with a crisis and uncertainty. If I can recap, you know, yes. the first week we spoke about how to use having a vision and setting goals aligned to that, you know, as one of the ways to keep you going. Last week I spoke about, you know, how to use the relationships, you know, in, in a time of a crisis. And this week I, I, I want us to focus on how to master or control our emotions during a time of uncertainty, you know. So it's really, I think, aligning with how you, we started our conversation this morning. To say yeah, that. That, that's a tough one. Yeah, it is tough, Abutimanda, but I promise you it is not impossible. You know, we just we need to learn and unlearn certain things that we have, you know, got accustomed to doing. You know, so, you know, what are emotions, Abutimanda? You know, it's important to understand what that is. So you and I and many of us, all of us as human beings, we are actually a triune being or a three-part being. We have a spirit or we are spirit beings that have a mind or what is also referred to as the soul and we are packaged in a body. Our emotions sit in the mind or soul part of the three-part being. Thus, 
An emotion is a feeling such as happiness, love, or anger, which can be caused by a situation, something happening or that happened, you are in or the people that are, around, are with you or around you. Can we control our emotions, Abut Manja? What do you think about that? Hey, we, we could give it a try. Some, sometimes we don't even know if we are in control. I think we, we make the effort. But we we battle with understanding how much control we have. 10%, 20%, 50% in total control and directing how our emotions go uh, with every situation that presents. I, I love your response. I love the fact that you are acknowledging that it's a matter of understanding your, that we are in control and managing it, you know, although we need to learn how. So... Just to, to prove to you that we can control our feelings, I want you to, you know, imagine that I'm showing you a picture of a very adorable child, you know, when they are still in their infant stages. And, you know, the ones that you see on, on, on the Internet of children wrapped in beautiful material, you know, those babies and they've got, like, flower head bands, etc. You know, what would be the emotions that, you know, would come to you you know, as you imagine yourself looking at this adorable, you know, loving, beautiful, cute picture of, a, of an infant. Ah, immediate connection. You know? Yeah, and, and how are you feeling? I want you warm, to tell me. Warm, warm and fuzzy, and you yeah. know, you just want to grab the baby. Yes, yeah. and those are, those are good emotions, am I right, David Manja? Esh, they're too good. Sometimes they're too scared. They're scary because <laughs> you, you wonder how long you can hold on to that emotion. Exactly. So now imagine now that I'm showing you a very gruesome and an explicit image of a child suffering from malnutrition. How would you then feel? Hey, you don't want to go there. Exactly. Hey, you, you don't want to go there. Serious. Yeah. So you would be feeling the, the more hard and the more negative feelings. Am I right, David Mandela? Uh, 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 a lot. Pain, frustration, anger. Gee. Yeah. So, what is the moral of this activity? I've just illustrated to you that through diff- two different scenarios, I've managed to stimulate you to experience different emotions. So, which answers the question that we can control how we feel. You know, um, we can choose how we feel as difficult as this can be to comprehend for some people, but I am a living testimony of that. Our emotions and feelings are always stimulated by something, be it an internal factor or an external factor. How we then respond, you know, to whatever situation that is triggering our emotions is very important. That's how we need to learn how to manage our, re- our reactions. That is what is within your control. Yes, you cannot control the events that happen in your, in your life. You can't always control what the next person is going to say to you or what they're going to do to you, but you can always decide to react differently to it. I would mind that. We can control how we feel. We can choose how we feel by allowing ourselves to stimulate you know, certain emotions when we are in a space or feeling an emotion that is not good after acknowledging it, after, you know, not trying to suppress it, then we can be able to shift our emotional gears to be more on the positive side because that's how we were designed to function out of mindset. 
So this goes back to what you were saying earlier, being intentional about uh, your emotions and what you plan to do. Absolutely. We, we need to learn how to, to manage and to be master of our emotions. If not, then that's when you get people who will, you know, under circumstance that is temporary, they will make, you know, very rash and emotional decisions. And you find that that was just something that was temporary. It was a season that you were going through. You know, you didn't have to um, be so impulsive or make that big decision at that moment. You know, sometimes that's when you get people who are suffering with anger management. They throw their toys. They say nasty things in meetings. They, they are ruled by their emotions. They are not in control. So it's important in, in how we learn to manage our emotions because then it also helps us to be able to build, you know, better relationships and be able to interact with people on a more healthier basis. We're chatting to Ostavia Nong. Uh, she sharing quite, quite a, a bit about how to control things and all of that. Uh, obviously, given our backgrounds, our frame of reference, that would then force us to depending on where we are, to practice this, Astabia. It's, it's not a once-off yes, thing. Of course, Abu Dimanda. You know, I always, I've, I've, I've heard um, someone once say, and I've always now, I, 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 I stole that from them. I, I heard them say, practice does not make perfect, it makes permanent. So every time you keep repeating something, you actually build it into your memory and it becomes a part of your automatic responses. So how can you control or master emotions? It has to be certain things that you practice so that you can be able to be in control. I've got a few examples I'd like to share, Abu Dimanda. And the first one is to feel your emotions, Abu Dimanda. Let's not try to pretend or, or hide or suppress what we're going through. Acknowledge that, you know what, I am feeling like this, instead of numbing yourself from feeling negative emotions. Because sometimes we, we don't like feeling rejected or anxious or sad. So we will try to grab something that will help us not to feel. However, when we go about this uh, uh, strategy, we, we, number one, teach ourselves not to allow to feel which can end up numbing even the, the, the possibility of feeling good feelings. And that's how people end up become, uh, becoming what we call cold. You know, they are a living corpse and they are alive, but inside they are dead. And then it's important to feel your emotions and acknowledge them because if you don't, you'll end up now relying on negative um, coping strategies to try and numb that feeling. So, for instance, you know, some people don't want to feel negative emotions. So they, instead of facing them, they will uh, grab something to help them not feel. And that something can vary from person to person. Some it could be gaming, others could be alcohol, others could be food, others could be going out or impulsive buying, etc. It varies from individual to individual. Yes, yes, sir. It's yes, uh, no, I had finished uh, on the, the first thing that you can can do in terms of how to learn how to master or control your emotions. And I spoke about allowing yourself to feel. And I was moving on to the second point, which is 
uh, you know, learning how to talk about your feelings, you know, give a voice to your emotions. There's something so therapeutic and so powerful about speaking or confession, confessing your feelings to someone. It just gives you that mental relief and lightens the load of your burden. It's like you weaken the intensity of that emotion. And also when you talk to someone, they are often able to calm you down and help you to see, you know, a different perspective about whatever it is that you may be going through in that moment. Number three, find healthy ways to manage your emotions. And the following are just a few examples. Use positive self-talk. Take deep breaths, Abudimandla, and calm down, you know. Sometimes all we require is just to, in that moment, take a deep breath and just calm yourself down and count up to 10 or up to 20 until you really can get yourself to a state of mind when you're cool, you're calm and collected. Take a shower or bath, depending on where you are when this emotional, you know, response happens to you, and go for a walk or do something creative, exercise, play a sport or a game, spend time with a friend, take a time out, or like I mentioned before, talk to someone. And the last one is, be aware of what are your triggers. You know, Abutimanja, when you're feeling negative emotions, start taking the time to identify what causes you to feel that way. Um, I was listening to Chris Lodora during the week, and he says, all negative emotions, all negative emotion responses stem from fear. He says, every time you feel negative emotions, ask yourself, what am I afraid of? Yeah. Yeah. On the money. On the money. Um, <laughs> as, as you said, practice being intentional about it and just understanding how you're feeling and building from there. And just closing remarks, you know, um, remember that how you feel is closely connected to what you have been focusing on or thinking about. Master your emotions by mastering your thought life. What you think about manifests also through your emotions. And be careful of your thoughts. Absolutely. It's, impar- it's paramount as Abu Dimanja. Hey, it's a mind. It's 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 a minefield that because Absolutely. they can play havoc with you, particularly when you talk about triggers as well, because there's so many. Yes, Abutimanja. Yes, that is why it's important to be aware of them because you know in our lives, you know, certain things have happened to us. So if you find yourself in the same context that almost you know is associated to that memory, what your mind does is fire that that same emotion that you felt when you were in that context. And it's like you, you almost start preempting how things will happen. 